get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Jeremy Rutherford, who's filling in for Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Chris Butler, former Blues defenseman, joining us here on the show. Chris, thanks so much for the time, man. How you doing today? My pleasure. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing very well. So let's start with the obvious with the Blues. Have you ever seen a team that's been ravaged by injury the way that the Blues have so far this year? <laughs> Certainly not with the length of uh time that these guys are going to be out and to some very important players but you gotta take your hands to them they've uh, they've got some guys step in and fill some roles and they've done a nice job i think chris what's the mood like in the locker room during a, a stretch like this uh, what are the veteran guys saying to some of those newcomers and, and just how do how do they handle it in that locker room well there's obviously frustration when you see guys that are so important to your hockey club like Jaden schwartz like vladimir tarasenko like tyler bozak going out of the lineup but then there's a level of excitement when you get some young guys come in and play the way they have like you look at a guy like dakota joshua comes in and plays his first nhl game it i always say it takes you back to the moment when you played your first um, you can get caught up in the ups and downs of a season the struggles and the successes but uh, when you see a guy come in and play his first game i think it's uplifting for everybody and the team kind of rallies around guys like that and you know nico mikola's come in and done a nice job and provided some stability on the back end so it's they've had some guys fill some shoes that uh, that are challenging shoes to fill but i think that, like again they've, they've done a really good job I'm glad you brought up Nico Mikola because I spoke to you uh, about him probably a year ago. And at the time, Blues fans didn't know much about him, but they certainly do now. And you were raving about him. I think the term that everybody uses, he's like a dog on a bone. And we're starting to see that here. Just what did you see from Nico back in San Antonio? And what are you seeing now? Well, I think how quickly he closes on guys. He's an extremely aggressive defender. And, you know, when you're six foot four, six foot five, and you've got the reach that he does and the ability to skate you just shut things down in a hurry. And I think his skating has even improved. I watched him lugging the puck up the ice and, and carrying the puck to the neutral zone and getting the breakout done all by himself, which I think to me shows that he's taken a step confidence-wise and realizing that you know he can play at this level because he's a competitive guy. He wants to be on the ice. He wants to improve. And he, he plays hard. He's a, he's a great guy to have kind of in that 5-6 role for you right now. We're talking to Chris Butler, former Blues defenseman here on 101 ESPN. Chris, one of the other guys that's kind of had a bigger role of late is Marco Scandella. I mean, he he took a puck off of the face, left the ice, played the next game, and then he loses two teeth on the ice, ends up coming right back in on the next shift for that one. He's also been getting more involved offensively. 
As a defenseman, whenever you have to take on those bigger responsibilities, what do you think Marco's going through right now? Is it, do you think he's probably enjoying this a little bit? Absolutely. I think anytime you get out there, more guys will tell you that you get in a rhythm. You start to feel the puck more. You're making plays. I go back to the series that we played against Minnesota, and they ended up beating us. But I thought Marco Scandella was maybe their best player, uh, if not right up there with uh, with Jason Zucker and Zach Parise in that series. And then, you know, he, he kind of moved around a little bit. And to me, he just seems like he's getting comfortable again. And you look at the transition from team to team, you look at a guy like Justin Falk who came in and, you know, maybe didn't adjust as quickly or seamlessly as everybody was hoping for, but now he's playing really well this year. And I think you can say the same thing about Marco. Chris, I wanted to ask you about the defensemen that have come in this year. Uh, you touched on... Uh, Nico, but also Tori Krug. You know, the Blues lose Alex Petrangelo. Tori Krug comes in on a big deal. He's been in Boston for nine years, and it's kind of a learning curve going to a new team and a new system. My question is, is it even more difficult for defensemen to join a new team and, and get used to the system and start to create some chemistry than maybe for a forward? I think it can be when you look at a guy that, that's quarterback in the power play. You know, you want to come in and you want to make everybody happy. Well, you, you can't pass the puck to all four guys on the power play at once. And so I think he's finding out that he just has to be the same assertive, aggressive player that he's been in Boston for so many years. And it's hard changing when you've been the person that you are for such a long time in one franchise. And, you know, you want to come in and you want to just, fit in you want to be one of the guys you don't want to step on anybody's toes but you know he was brought in to play a big role and I think he's really starting to round into form here and he's going to be that aggressive defender he's going to be the guy that puts up points on the power play and you know I think I've been impressed with how good of a defender he has been you know playing kind of those top minute roles with Justin Falk right now you mentioned Justin Falk what have you seen from him this year certainly looks like a completely different player to us on the outside but you played the position what have you seen differently specifically from Justin Falk this year uh, he's skating a lot more. You know, he's more aggressive. He's getting up ice. He's an extremely powerful skater. He's a strong dude. And to me, he's up in the play. He's taking control of the game. He's not letting it come to him. And you know, to me, that just comes with confidence. That comes with comfort. And he's fit into this group. He's an awesome guy. And I just see a guy that's really just being himself. You know, not worried about anything else. Playing his game, being aggressive, being hard to play against defensively. He's taken a big step, and they needed him to. Hey, Butts, eventually I want to put together a story like my top 10 favorite blues that I ever covered, and I started on the list last night, and right now you're sitting at 11, so I just wanted to – I've got to knock a guy I'm, out. That's the highest I've ever rated on anything, so I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, but seriously, um, you have been uh, one of the greats to talk to over the years. Uh, when are we going to see you behind a bench in front of a TV camera uh, doing something with the game? I'm doing something with the game right now. I've been doing some scouting and uh, you know, watching some high school hockey and some college hockey. So I'm enjoying doing that. Uh, coaching, I love the idea of doing that. I helped out with the high school team here when they were kind of shut down during uh, the pandemic. So I was on the ice with those guys. I love doing that. It just uh, it has to be the right fit. Uh, I've got a young family at home and a wife that works, but... Uh, you know, I'm really enjoying getting out of the house three, four nights a week right now and watching games and, and taking some notes and just being involved in the game any way, shape, or form. It's, uh, 
You'll see me sooner rather than later, I hope. Oh, family, that's what it's all about. See, that's why I like you there. And Hey, speaking of which, yeah. i got to tell uh, people, uh, I spoke to you a couple months ago on the phone. I told you I was pouring a glass of whiskey, and, and we were talking about what kind, and you said, you don't put it uh, on the rocks, do you, on ice? And I said, <laughs> yeah, and you no. kind of scolded me, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, you'll grow up one of these days, <laughs> and you'll be able to drink it without the ice cubes. But no, it's a, it's a, it's all personal preference. I just uh, I just don't like any ice in mine. I don't want to dilute the delicious flavors that are out there. BK, BK here, uh, my partner, he's a whiskey drinker. Ice? No ice? I'm an ice guy myself. I like it a little bit chilled, but I, I like to get it chilled and then take the ice out. So just a quick flash of the chill, yeah. but that's my go-to. Okay, that, that's unique. I've not heard of that, but uh, you can just stick the bottle outside or put it in the fridge. <laughs> Fair point. Touche. <laughs> hey, Buds, before we wrap up, uh, tell us a story on the ice. Game 7, Blues win in Boston. You had purchased a couple bottles, bottles of uh, whiskey when you went home for the birthday your child and you, you brought one of them with you to boston and pick up the story there what happened i did yeah so i uh, i've collected some good bottles of whiskey over the years and uh, i like to save them for important moments or fun moments or in this case the championship and uh, so i had brought back a bottle of blanton's uh, to share with some of the fellows after uh, i flew into san jose after we had uh, our second little girl so I shared that with a few of the guys, and then uh, I basically traveled with a bottle of uh, Van Winkle 13-year rye um, for the next, uh, gosh, probably about a month or so. And I had it wrapped up and taped up in my bag, and it went with me uh, back and forth to San Jose and then went to Boston. And then, uh, you know, we uh, were all celebrating on the ice there, and I just thought, you know what the heck, this is uh, too good of a moment not to enjoy. And, you know, I didn't want to be rude or disgrace anything but uh, it just felt like the right time to to pull it out and bring it on the ice and uh, I don't know if anybody had ever really taken a bottle on the ice after after winning the cup but I thought the timing was right so I shared it with a few of the guys Robbie Fabry's got a great picture I think that was on TMZ of him drinking mm-hmm. it but uh, no I think my favorite moment was uh, when Robert Bortuzzo's dad was drinking it like water and slugging it back and Bob will basically had to rip it out of his hands and and yelled him that it was too expensive to drink like that. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the bottle even made it into the locker room, but uh, still sits in my basement with some other relics. And I had everybody sign it on the plane that night. So it's, uh, some of the signatures are a little sloppy, as you could imagine, but uh, it's something that just puts a smile on my face every time I see it. BK, what a memory for this guy. He grows up in St. Louis and he's drinking whiskey on the ice Not after just the whiskey, game Pappy. seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't buy it at the gas station and and uh, <laughs> on the ice at the Boston Garden, basically. Uh, celebrating the Blue Stanley Cup. Uh, great story, Butts. No, it was a great night. So. One that uh, I remember most of it, but it was, it was an awesome time. It was an extremely, extremely memorable year, and hopefully we get another one of those this year. Chris, thanks so much for the time, man. Always appreciate it. All the best to you and your family. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. That is Chris Butler, former Blues defenseman, joining us here on 101 ESPN.